0: An Album a Day is my exploration into the Korean music scene. This podcast will cover mainstream, indie, and some underground artists within the scene and provide both factual and opinionated commentary. The biggest benefit to sharing my thoughts this way is that it will hopefully expose you to more great music and exploration of your own. After like 37 years, we have finally come, finally come to the last two albums in Four Men's discography. And we're going to conclude with uh, final thoughts because, who oh boys, <laughs> it took us a while. It took us a while, but we're here. So uh, let's get into the album a day reviews first and then give you the final thoughts right after the drop. You're tuned into an album a day. Show start. Hello, everyone. This is this is wonderful. What a way to conclude this massive exhaustive journey. Am I having a nervous breakdown? <laughs> oh my gosh. For for several weeks for the entirety of season 2 ultimately. We have focused on South Korean R&B group 4men. It went from 4 members to 3 members to the definitive two and the two being Shin Yong-jae and Kim Won-ju and we are knocking out their final EP as well as their final studio album so the EP is called Studying Abroad it was released June 24th 2015 it's about 14 and a half minutes for 14 15 minutes I'm never quite 100% confident about the timing, but I do know that it's available on the hashtag A3DayHighlights playlist on Spotify, and it will give you appropriate time if you look on Spotify for just the album on its own. Of course, that playlist only just gives you a couple highlights from various albums, but um, it was released June 24th, 2015, so definitely recent. This was um, almost five years ago at this point, charted number twenty. On the Korean lists, and uh, only sold five hundred sixty-five units, but doggone it, it's good. It uh, it's good. However, I was bored with it. It, how do I explain that? Let's see. <laughs> it's good because the sound is is more recent, so it's easier to connect with it, and it's extremely cohesive. Yes, they do have their traditional ballads, but they also have the R&B grooves that that I appeal to. It is a good album, but it won't knock you off your feet. Maybe for some, but for me it didn't. Uh, nonetheless, the A3 Day ranking for this one is a 4.5 because, again, I said it did bore me at some point. It's decent background noise. That's how we'll surmise that. Sorry about the plastic bag sound. Um, at the time of this recording, we are here in the United States. A lot of us in Texas are just experiencing the joys, if you will, of um, social distancing distancing or, or um, elective quarantine, for lack of a better terms. So it's an interesting time right now. So I was just moving some supplies around. <sighs> Hopefully something that we'll all be alive to look back on much later and be like, wow, that was a creepy time. Anywho, it's a 4.5 for that. It isn't very long, so you can easily let it play and, and be interested in it as it goes. The one that's a true shocker is their last studio album. This album is called Remember Me. It was released October 24th, 2017. And this one is on... Uh, Major 9, that's the label that released this one So Studying Abroad was the last one to be released on Happy Face Entertainment Which we have heard their name for a very long time We've heard them since at least 2011 for the group Um, But this is the first time that they're on a completely different label Major 9, and it's uh, M-A-J-O-R And then the number 9, no space in between This reached mm, 28 on the charts at the time of this recording It sold 970 units. This album is distinctly different from everything else, not just because there's only two tracks on it, giving you an album that's less than eight and a half minutes, but because both songs are performed exclusively in English. So I don't know what necessarily influenced this massive change in direction in terms of the language that was utilized, But the entirety of it, both songs, including the second track that has a feature, uh, it's a young woman singing on it with them. It's all in English. It definitely is. It was shocking for me. At first, I was hearing everything, and I'm like, wait, the words are familiar. (laughs) Yeah, it's familiar. It's in my native tongue. So that was a bit shocking for me. It was almost certainly unexpected. I had... I had expectations built up on what I've been hearing from the group several times over the the course of multiple albums but this this was a serious loop thrower through me completely for a loop um but it's it's well crafted not boring that's for certain so the A3 day ranking on this album is a 5 they challenged themselves in an unexpected way by releasing a full foreign language album, which they did not have to do. And we just did a special episode this season about Monster X taking that approach as well, but this is a group that did it in 2017. Albeit not an idol group, but this still is a pop group, R&B-focused. So it's still a very interesting thing to be done in the industry. And as I said in that special episode, Monster X is not the first to do it, and lo and behold, here we go. This is a group that did it before them. Not the first, but still did it before them. So it's very interesting. Um, This was a good conclusion to the discographies, to be able to have two that I could listen to -to back-to-back that were pleasing and didn't, didn't really do me in. So I'm pleased about that. I hope you're pleased about it, too, when you take a moment to listen to them. Want to hear music from the artists reviewed on this podcast? Then you have to check out the hashtag A3DayHighlights playlist on Spotify. You can enjoy songs mentioned from select episodes, as well as experience music from new and favorite artists. Start listening with the free Spotify account today. Welcome to Final Thoughts, a 100% unscripted closing for today's artist. Enjoy select songs from the discography of today's artists and more when you search for the hashtag A3DayHighlights playlist on Spotify. Anchor.fm listeners will hear select songs from today's artists during this episode. As always, patrons of an album a day have exclusive access to my private playlist, but please remind me to update it. I'm bound to forget. Let's get started. right all right let's let's be weird real I think we can certainly say that of all the groups that we've listened to thus far I suffered the most with this one I I, I suffered I suffered um this was a, a test of my commitment and my my emotional strength for real for real listening to countless ballads like this was this this hurt me in some times of recording it really did and what i've learned from it is what i learned from it is i definitely know what i do and don't like i am open to different things but when i feel like i'm being put in a space of experiencing something that's uncomfortable for me uh, i really have to hunker down and make sure that my personal opinions do not take away from the integrity of what the art is. And in a time in a time where we have so many things, this is a little adjacent, this is not on brand, just work with me, work where my brain is going. When we're in a time where you have a lot of art, film, for example, and music <laughs> that has been compromised by the behaviors of higher-ups involved, Um, It can be hard to separate the artistry, the creativity, the content from the content creator. Um, This is not as drastic as some of the things we've heard in recent news over the years. But this was still a severe struggle for me. I was completely out of my preferential space. I was out of my element, listening to stuff that I would gladly skip over or not even acknowledge in any other circumstance. So it it showed me that I'm I'm really committed to this. This is the evergreen content that I want to continue to provide. I want to expound upon this. I want to get better. And it also is a space where I had to really fight procrastination one missed episode could turn into a snowball of stuff based on other things that are going on with work or not scheduling myself appropriately to be able to record at the times I can so yeah I learned a lot in that regard what I learned musically what I learned musically Korean ballads are going to be tough for me but I can find some solace in the way they're uh, composed there's something very beautiful about the knowledge of how to play an instrument. Again, you all know I produce music, but there's no instrument that I play, at least not anymore. I can play the ear, um, the piano by ear and I um, can find some chord progression on some other uh, string instruments. I played the clarinet, but that's nothing in comparison to the sound knowledge of being able to read music, be able to understand what the intonations are, uh, there's something there. there's just something just so important so vital to the continued benefit of music and there's a lot of people who don't get that and there's a lot of people who prefer the music that a lot of older consumers a lot of older listeners like to throw off to the side and say ain't real music and things music is real to people and touches them in a variety of ways and these gentlemen all of the members who have ever been a part of four men had an audience who did or still does love them for what they do they use their instrument their amazing vocal power and combine that with these beautiful string instruments and soft percussion and things and give you these very full-bodied songs that they work for someone these are the songs that are a part of Hundreds of people, thousands of people's life soundtrack. Maybe someone got married to one of their songs. Maybe a hard time in someone's relationship uh, was being experienced when one of their singles dropped. And those things matter. That matters. I grinded my teeth, but that doesn't mean someone else did the same thing. So, um... If nothing else that I can take away from this is that I really did learn about myself a little bit more with my capacity for, for commitment, my disinterest in certain things, um, my passion for music overall, because there's no other rational reason why I would have stuck it out. I love music and I, I love doing this. And this, this was a, a test so I know the next time we come across an R&B slash ballad group I know what kind of wherewithal will be necessary to give you all the feedback and the, the experience that you deserve you wouldn't tune in if you didn't care and I wouldn't keep making this if it wasn't people out there eager to learn as much as they can about the wide ranging experience of Korean music so this was hard on me I said that already I also said that we will conclude season two with this group. Uh, we made an announcement at one point in time that we would go ahead and do the Great Moments in Production and Delivery as a, uh, a podcast recording instead of it being video because it just screwed me. So both Jay Park and Twice will be the final episodes of season two. And then we'll take a much-needed break and regroup so that we can get back into more artists. So I appreciate you so very much for rolling with me for so many albums. Oh my God, we have been listening to music since 1998 (laughs) with this one group. So I'm very grateful for you hanging in there, for your feedback, your interest about certain albums, some that you um, were aching for me to get to. I hope I did some justice. While still being true to myself. So I'll catch you all in the next episode. Which will be a special episode. Bye y'all. Your favorite foreign Korean music historian. Exploring all the industry from A to Z. There are sponsored ads and social media hashtags, but this show is truly supported by the efforts of my McWallis, the most amazing fan base a little entertainer could ever have. Special shout out to my Patreon patrons, the student body and the scholars who keep my vision of becoming your favorite Korean music historian, exploring all the industry from A to Z, a real thing. If you're interested in supporting the growth of this podcast and supporting content, please visit Patreon.com/MultiFacetedACG, and for as little as one dollar a month, you can get in on the magic too interested in continuing your support at the free 99 price i love you for it you can still engage with the show when you retweet repost and share the show and use hashtag a the number three and the word d-a-y you can also tag m-u-l-t-i f-a-c-e-t-e-d-a-c-g to get my attention and if you're listening to this podcast on a platform other than anchor.fm please leave a few stars or a review to keep things growing in the right direction